Car Chats with Tess, Kat and Sean acknowledges the traditional custodians of the Kulin Nations, whose land on which we record and air our content. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. You're listening to Car Chats with Tess, Kat and Sean. The radio show where we talk about all things taboo and relevant to you. Catch us at radiomonash.org every Tuesday at 11. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Car Chats with Tess, Kat, and Sean. How are we feeling this morning, guys? Good. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm feeling good because I'm feeling it's it's summer. Oh wait, it's um it's spring today actually. It's, it's finally spring. I think yeah, no, it's not. It's yeah. Like oh yeah, it is. Yeah. It is spring. <laughs> oh my god. So it's going to be nice August. and warm and we're getting there. So I think I'm just really excited about that. Oh, and the weekend was beautiful it's still too. August. Yeah. So I think it's, me. it's great because it's kind of like the start of spring, but it's acting like it. Like I, I went outside for a minute before and it's so nice and warm. We've um, had a beautiful week. Can I just yeah. say the weekend as well? Really beautiful. Yeah. So. Well, kind um, of. <laughs> Sean, would you yeah, like to explain... Um, the natural disaster that occurred on Thursday. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so basically, it's been pretty windy. I don't know about your area and whatnot, but it's been like ridiculously windy here. And basically what happened, our power went out the other night um, for a good five hours. Uh, so we're like back to candle, candlelit dinners and, and whatnot. So it's actually pretty fun. Um, mm. But then we got a text the next morning after we'd spent all night just, you know, drinking water and, you know, like having food and brushing our teeth and whatnot, saying that the water's contaminated. Um, so we didn't get the text till 1.30. I'm like, I got messages from you, from you guys, from like my parents, from like mm. other friends and stuff before they even texted me. Um, and then we got a message yesterday morning as well saying, not yesterday morning, but like the day after, um, saying that the water's still not drinkable. So that was my a bit goodness. frustrating. That's crazy. So we had to go out. Lucky Lucy, um, one of my like housemates, uh, partners, came over and brought some water with her. Um, so that's been good. You can um, boil it and drink it. Yeah, you can boil it and drink it. Um, but you but, like, even with it brushing your teeth, um, you oh, can't sugar. do that. Oh, sugar, yeah. Yeah. No, but what you can do is – this is what my mum does, and my mum yeah. has done this for years, and I think it's because she's Vietnamese. Yeah. <laughs> but she will – like, she doesn't trust – the filter like tap water yeah. in our fridge so she yeah. boils all our drinking water and lets it cool before we drink it so you could just right. boil heaps if you have jugs cups yeah, mugs, yeah. Just boil it we just don't have anywhere to put it either we haven't got a lot of i think yeah. we're really privileged because yeah we haven't got we've got like one jug and that's the only one that we're using right now so we gotta like ration it um oh but i got my, my big ass bottle of uh water i've been have been going on um so we also have yeah. Also, some very sad news over the weekend. Um, yeah. 2020 has taken another one. Yeah. Um, the worst part is I don't think anyone saw it coming, even though he's in, like, no. yeah. So basically, there was news over the weekend that Chadwick Boseman had passed away um, at 43 after fighting cancer for four years, um, which I think was, I think it was his intention. I don't think he wanted anyone to really know about that yeah. personal aspect of him. And I think that was good like obviously a lot of us feel blindsided but a lot of us went out and watched his films and didn't have at the back of our mind that he's struggling with anything in particular you know what I mean yeah it was those in- I think there were some like once he was there was that video that I watched like on Instagram and it was like 
only recently he's been looking really skinny and unwell mm. and yeah. and I think that's when concerns um yeah. rose. But even still I don't think people were um, A lot of people thought it was for a role. Like a lot of people yeah. were he's getting ready well, they for were another just, role. Yeah. 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 They, just think think about it. He's been battling this for four years privately and yeah. in that time he's like played a superhero he's become an inspiration for so many yeah. people he's like truly a fighter yeah if anything. and I think it's just like 2020 is relentless and I keep saying that to you guys mm. but this comes after you know the recent passing of Naya Rivera as well yeah which is another really devastating thing that I don't think we talked about on the show but it's, mm. it's just so young it's it's yeah it just really makes me treasure i'm just happy yeah. that a lot of his accomplishments were like regarded highly during his For life sure. you know For a sure. lot of times and it's not like now you know people are suddenly hearing about him and yeah exactly yeah. i feel like that happens a lot um mm. you know in our community and stuff but so yeah um goodness very sad sad, sad yeah very so sad. i'm planning on doing a little um a little research, like not research, but I'm planning on like watching a few of those other films that I've been like meaning to. Um, Good idea. You know, yeah. I so, haven't yeah. seen any except for Black Panther. Yeah. Do you know their names? What are their names? Maybe I'll watch them too. Not really, not really aware. It's one of them, forty-two um, or something. One of them's like in the in the club. There's. Yeah. yeah don't quote me on that. Sorry, right. I'll look it up. I'll look <laughs> yeah. It up. That's a really um, beautiful idea. Pay yeah. tribute to him. Yeah. Sure. Also, um, well, on a better side of things, um, numbers over the weekend dropped down to double digits. Yes, Yay! I was going to say very, very good news, and we've Finally. got what two weeks yeah. to go. Hopefully, by then we can. Oh. I mean, if we're tracking the way that we are, I, I yeah. can only assume that it would, but you never know. And Tess, as you said, twenty twenty is relentless. Coronavirus is relentless. Who? Yeah. Knows. <laughs> it does know, but it is something. It's really exciting to see our hard work pay off. So I'm yeah. really, really happy. Exactly. And even in more exciting news, the um, what you have oh. been waiting for all week. I know where this week, is going. I know where this is going. Okay. <laughs> it's about time that we announce that with all of our listeners' hard work and promotion of our show. <laughs> We can announce that Sean will be bleaching his hair. I feel like we should get Blonde, some party pictures. Like JT. You didn't even yes. do a little. You didn't even do a little. I should have done a little one. drum roll. Yeah. Um, Next time, no, if we I'm ever have like suspense. I'm not gonna go a la JT. I'm gonna go for more of a platinum. Um, like I, I want like a starker contrast. Like none of yeah, that. I'm a fan. I appreciate the Photoshop cat, but <laughs> I think I'm gonna go for more of a platinum, like ramen noodles. Yeah. Um, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, go look at our Instagram. Yeah. Cat did some excellent Photoshop work, and I say Thank you. inspired Thank you. by uh, who are the three muses? Zac Efron, Zayn, and. <laughs> Um, Justin Timberlake. So. I, I just say, want to say big shout out to Amanda for um, her hard work yeah. as well. She, I, I noticed a few of the followers were um, followers of Amanda, friends of Amanda. So yeah. thanks, Amanda, for um, for your support. You. Um, for sure. But yeah, so that's when great news. When are you doing it? Like, what's the plan? Um, yeah, I've conferred with a few people. Um, I did have my housemates Audrey and Chantel volunteer to do it. Um, but I've also been watching a lot of uh, hair dyeing tutorials yeah. on YouTube, and I don't know if you follow it. Oh, I forgot his name. I forgot his name. The, uh, Brad Mondo. The, 
Yes, Brad. Um, so yeah, I'm hopefully looking forward to getting it done properly. Yeah. Um, so I don't burn my head off. But yeah, I've watched a few yeah. horror videos on on that regard. But it will be a reveal. Um, I'm not gonna probably can obviously, we live like, stream it or like can you like do like a before and after something like yeah no I'll do before and after I definitely okay. will not I I can't do a reel I'm, can you make a reel for our for our ooh. Instagram what do you mean a reel like, like a, a little oh like Instagram a TikTok okay, yeah right. check it on the story yeah I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get help on that one but yeah I'm sure my housemates will be down to come along um it'll just be awkward it won't be for a little while yeah just a little bit but I mean like it'll go by really quickly um because the other thing as well is I have to do it like over like a couple of hours um mm. i've read a few horror stories and i don't want to go bald again i mean i'm, I'm <laughs> um for those that don't know i did shave my head mean, at the again? Start of the year. i oh. went bald i had my britney meltdown at the start I liked of the year it. sean i liked it i, I liked it. i laugh a buzz cut so i, I, I don't do too, know but why you don't want to go back I've got the ISO pounds on, so. But you know what you've got now? No, you've got the you've got the uh, JT rings. Yeah, the JT rings. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I keep pushing the JT look. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have to go through that before I go platinum. Like I have to go through that like yellowy like you know bleach. But yeah, very hard to lift. Um, you've um dark hair. You've dyed your hair before though. I dyed it brown, and you could like, see it in sunlight. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm I not, yeah. So keep hair. an eye out. Yeah, I was going to say, make sure you're following us on our socials to keep, keep up with it. Keep following us. Yeah. Keep following. Don't to stop. See, keep to going. see the work of all your hard work pay off. Yeah. Let's reach to 150 by the time that uh, we came. We came always after the competition ends. <laughs> I, <you> know, <laughs> I just did re- No, no, no. But, like, let's aim for, like, another 20 you get the live yeah. stream this is how we can start our only fans oh oh yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know if people would pay to see us dye our hair i mean if it's a dollar and we get like a hundred people. That's a hundred dollars that we didn't have I before. I can find that for free on YouTube. You know? What? Wait, what? I can find that for free on YouTube. I can find people dyeing their hair. Yeah, but you know, there's a personal connection here. It's someone that you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's well, that. Why? Yeah, but why would you make me pay for it? That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Anyway. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> okay, true. Anyways. We obviously anyway. need to uh, reassess our business plan, but we will get there. Um, and yes, but in the ask- yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, speaking of hair, I know we should go to a break very soon, but speaking of hair, I have a hack mm-hmm. for ladies out there or guys with long hair, to be honest. So I kind of I kind of had a bit of a crisis one day this week and I cut my hair. And well, it wasn't really a crisis because I didn't cut that much off. But I realised it's so much easier to cut your hair with clippers than it is with scissors. Like, because it's clipper. <laughs> it does look, it, it looks good. It's a straight line. You get it straight and the nice sharp edge. Yeah, so that's my yeah. piece of advice. It's my yeah. recommendation, but not my official one. All right. <laughs> well, for today's show, we are going to be talking about um, the media landscape in Australia at the moment and um, also going back into um, mental health in the media, especially with celebrities. And we've brought this up in the last few shows and we want to go into more detail about it. So, um listen in for that after the break you're listening to car chats with tess cat and sean
with Tess, Kat and Sean. And in this segment, we're going to be unpacking the media landscape in Australia at the moment. Now, I don't know about you guys, but have you ever, um, I mean, you probably have, and I think all of our audience can safely say that when they click on a news article, um, you're probably stopped with a pop-up box, right, asking you to pay to read the article. And you probably get quite frustrated and, you know, go back and try and find a free article explaining the same thing. Mm. I don't know about you guys, but I do it quite often and, like, I'm guilty of it because, I, you know, I can't access it. I don't want to pay that $1 for the one week just to read this article because I know I can find it somewhere else. And this is what the media landscape is looking at the moment. And I really wanted to talk about it because I don't think it's talked about enough. And there is this change in attitude that I think needs to be discussed so we can um, really appreciate the amazing work journalists do for our media landscape. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, if you have read or you know that, you know, our – um, the media in Australia is is changing significantly significantly in terms of you know ABC cuts, um, threat to press freedom from the government, even university courses affecting the jobs that you know are more attractive to students, like you know cutting arts degrees or you know the whole thing with spiking the degrees up so that um, yeah. it's geared towards people going to jobs that are in more demand in a higher demand. So. It's really interesting how this is all happening, and I wanted to talk about this first before we go into the Google and YouTube stuff that's happening as well. Yeah. Um, but what are your thoughts, guys? Like, what, so, what do you – how do you feel when you well, – what's I, your attitude towards news? I, I am the same cat, and I'm going to be honest. Like, I've done all this research for this show, right, and now I actually feel quite guilty. I always try to um, find ways around the paywall. Right? I yeah. always do. And sometimes if you go on incognito mode, you can actually get around it. Mm. I learned that oh, the other day. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's really fascinating that we don't question paying for other things, such as streaming services, i.e. Netflix, Stan, whatever, or like music platforms, Spotify, yeah. Apple Music, whatever. And I'm sorry, I think this is a huge generalization, but I think amongst young people particularly – we're inclined to spend our like limited budget on entertainment rather than news because it's far more satisfying. Yeah. I 100%. think for me, it's a mixture of the fact that a lot of the news does get broadcasted, you know, in the morning and at night, like free on TV. Um, and I feel like a lot of the news you can kind of like, you can kind of gather without going through like, um, you know, one of those pay pay sites. Um, and Kat, you're saying about the dollar. I feel like a dollar isn't much money, but I'm always worried about like subscription based mm-hmm. stuff. I always feel like when I'm putting in my card, I'm like, this is going to be another thing that I'm going to forget to unsubscribe mm-hmm. to. And it's just going to end up charging me when I only need it for, for one, like one time. Um, but I think as a generation, like we're not really used to paying for the news. Like it's not no. something that we've been brought up with. Like newspapers, I think my dad stopped buying newspapers like when I was like heaps younger and started watching the news on TV and all that. Mm. Um, so I think it's just a concept that we're not really familiar with. Like you don't really mm. think about the amount of work that goes into journalism and like, um, like yeah, exactly. The amount of work I- that goes into that industry. I think that comes as a whole, though, like not even just um, the news, for example, yeah. with music. You know, you pay for a student $6 a month for Spotify. Yeah. When we were younger, we were, play- we were paying $20 for an album and, you know, you would be paying 
$60 for a record right now. So I think the attitude towards what we receive online now is yeah. completely different from something tangible into in your hands, right? Yeah, so absolutely. The newspapers would be, what, $2.20, you'd go every morning and pick it up or you'd get a subscri- subscription and you've got your news. Yeah. And now there's this attitude that when we – I feel like people think that there's a, they have a right to receive free news all the time, that they yeah. deserve free news because that yeah. is what democracy is, you know, having yeah. enough news to yeah. make educated um, opinions and, yeah. and all of that sort of stuff. So I think that has changed and I don't think I, – I mean, again, this is a big generalisation and I don't want to say this about young people because I don't yeah. – hundred percent agree. But yes, there is a lack of interest from young people in reading the news or in yeah. becoming um, more politically um, inclined or whatever, because there's not enough trust maybe. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a big thing, but yeah. I think yeah. it goes kind of either way. Like I think there are a, a big number of um, like older individuals who don't engage with news as well. Mm. Like yeah. I, I know in like, I'm just going to speak personally in my family, like, I'm far more inclined to read the news than my mum is. Yeah. She's just, like, yeah. she's not that interested, to be honest. Yeah. And that's okay, right? But I think um, I, th- I really, really think that, like, mobile internet and smartphones have, like, revolutionised the delivery of news and it's perhaps destroyed the business of <laughs> journalism, a hundred percent. And there's been yeah. such a high increase in, um, you know, advertising, but even still advertising is, um, not always, you know, going to work. So that's why you've got really reputable, um, news companies and, and outlets such as like the Guardian, the New mm. York Times, the Washington Post, the age, all of these, um, massive privatized, but reputable media outlets are asking for money and mm. yeah like you I think for me personally I still have to do it but I I think in my I don't know I just feel like I should choose the one that I read the most or that um I trust the most and actually yeah. give that money because I know yeah. that journalists are suffering at the moment and it's yeah it's not a good place yeah. to be a journalist right now yeah. it's not I, we've seen I, journalists yeah. lose their jobs left right center like, I was going to say during oh, this sorry, pandemic. No. Yeah. no, no, sorry, Sean. No, no, you, you go. Pandemic, it's just been nuts, and we saw it with ABC. How many people did they let off? Like over a hundred. I don't have the stats, mm. but it was pretty bad. Neither do yeah. I. It was quite intense. Yeah. It was quite intense, and we saw huge corporations such as like BuzzFeed News shut down operations in Australia. Local yeah. yeah, and it's like a really interesting um, thing I discovered listening to. Um, the Shameless podcast, which Kat recommended to Sean and I, um, we maybe we can link it on like mm-hmm. our socials because it was a really fascinating episode. But mm-hmm. it was that these news corporations, it's not like they're out of date, right? Yeah. It's not like they're refusing to keep up with the times. They are digitized. They are like mm-hmm. really modern, but they're still <laughs> yeah. suffering. Yeah. They're still suffering. Mm. And why? 
Yeah. Literally refusing to pay. That's simply why. I was just going to say, it's funny because journalism, I think we can all agree. Like, if you put a poll up, like, you'll, you'll ask, is journalism important? Like, is it important to have the news? Is it, is it important to be aware of current affairs? Everyone's going to say yes, but it's one of those things that people second guess when it comes to actually paying for it. Yeah. I don't know if it's because we've gotten to a point where, because, you know, like you said, Kat, like, we just are, ex- we, we expect to be, have access to information so we can make informed decisions mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. I think that expectation coupled you know, coupled with the with the concept that we can go online and get anything for free hasn't really pushed anyone to to feel inclined to pay for it. But I think um some of the things like you mentioned before saying about um like cuts to arts um degrees and all that. Yeah. Um one of my friends' mom is like high up on the journalism side of um what's it called? Like the the uh what's it called? campus. The, um, mm. the, she's faculty? a senior lecturer, but yeah, faculty, that's the word. She's a senior <laughs> lecturer and stuff. Um, and she was saying, she was talking about the cuts and all that. And she's responsible pretty much for like internships and, you know, kind of like networking and all that. Um, and a lot of the cuts she reckons is because a lot of art students that study journalism. So like the government's pretty much done like a, like a review of like who's paying heck step back and who's not. And a lot yeah. of it is due to the fact that a lot of journalists or like journalism students and all that have difficulties paying off those debts. So I think it kind of goes back to the concept of paying people what they're worth for the work that they do. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. So I think it's kind of not even like, it's not even like an easy like discussion to just be like, yeah, people should just you know, government shouldn't cut, like, you know, um, mm. arts degrees and whatnot. But mm. I think the whole concept of expecting free journalism and expecting all that to be just done and given to you for free is kind of, like, needs to change to some yeah. point. Yeah, I um, feel – I find it really interesting. Sorry, Sean. Yeah, no, um, yeah, go on. I find it really interesting that, like, news corporations or news companies, right, their major source of – income is advertising and not actually the publications that they're putting out. Yeah. Which I think is problematic. Wait, are you saying that the advertise that they're like, like advertising Pardon? Oh no, yeah. so, so I think Tess is saying that a lot of their revenue comes from like placing ads on their yeah. on their pages rather than actual subscription and people paying yeah. for the news. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's, I think that's where the attitude comes in. So I don't think that's the yeah. fault of these outlets. So, yeah. yeah. No, no, absolutely so, not. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Well, speaking of, you know, advertising and money when it comes to media, um, you probably have seen at Google and YouTube, um, whenever you pop on, you've probably seen this letter that was sent out by um, the managing director of Google Australia, Mel Silva. And it basically was this, you know, call to action sort of thing where it was like this scare campaign saying um, the government is, um, what was it? It was, it was, I can't remember what they said exactly, but I've got um, the bit from the ACCC what they said. So it was a code that was sent out um, saying that Australian news businesses were to negotiate fair payment for their journalists work which means it's a bargaining power because there's a bargaining power imbalance between Australian new news media businesses and Google and Facebook so before we go into what that actually means it is important to remember that Google is a search engine Facebook is a social media network it is not a news outlet and that's where this difference comes in where this bargaining um code came into it into um the spotlight was because 
the government felt that um, these outlets needed to be paid to be put on Google and Facebook. Sorry, is that what, is you guys that what got Google, out of it? Is that what Google is proposing? That they should be paid to have those? No, the ACCC are saying that Google should, should yeah. pay news outlets oh, okay. to have their content on Google. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. I think that's really that's interesting. How I, that's how I interpreted yeah. it. I okay. found it quite difficult to understand. Yeah, but. me too. Yeah, I was confused. I, read, yeah. I was uh, genuinely confused. I was like, what the hell's going on? And then YouTube as well? Where does YouTube yeah. come into this? Well, YouTube doesn't actually – it's actually not mentioned in the ACCC code. So it was only mentioned in Google and Facebook. But Google okay. took it and twisted it into this scare campaign to, you know, say to Australians, like, mm. big – be careful, yeah. you know, because at the end of the day, Google's basically saying they're using the argument that if Google has to pay big corps and commercial media outlets, that is limiting smaller businesses that won't have a chance at um, being, like, number one search, you know? So, like, local news. Yeah. yeah. That was their argument. Interesting. Yeah. That's so, what I got out of it. <laughs> it is quite a um, provocative letter. I just want to say the way they wrote the letter was not very transparent. Um, no, I feel like a lot of it was very like, yeah, no, not I wouldn't maybe not scare tactic, but definitely tugging, like using particular words to definitely get an emotion. Mm. Um, but I mean, like if if that were to be the case, if Google were to start paying or like these websites, um, news articles and all that for the ability to place them on their search results, like wouldn't that kind of like only like, what happens to, like, the little guys? Would that affect Would that affect their ranking in terms of, like, what comes up on the search? Like, would that be a, a possibility? Yeah, so that I think that's um, why yeah. Google did that whole letter. Yeah, okay. Because they were saying that it's not fair for local, like, smaller outlets yeah. in terms of the ranking. Yeah. I mean, okay. it definitely isn't. But the I whole thing like, was, yeah. was that it's like Google should be paying, and it wasn't even like a massive price, right? It's not, it's not a lot in comparison to Google and Facebook being like trillion dollar companies. Like it, it yeah. wasn't that much for them to have to pay these news outlets. Yeah. But it's yeah. this whole idea where who's supposed to pay for what? Google and yeah. Facebook are not news outlets. Like we got to remember that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They they distribute, but they're not, they're not, yeah. they're not intellectually. They don't the, own the, intellectual, the, the intellectual property. property. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Well, the other thing as well, I wouldn't even call them a publisher, Kat. I'd call them more of like a, like they just kind of display the results. Like if anything, like Google, how do I say this? Like Google's presenting just, options. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, like you still, like if anything, I feel like being on the Google search is more important than the other way around. You know what I mean? Than having, mm. you know what I mean? Because oh, I feel like if Google were having to pay and stuff, they'd probably choose which ones they'd want to support and which ones they wouldn't. And that and would it, kind of jeopardize. Yeah. It does favor. So it is important yeah. that it does favor, you know, most of like Murdoch's um, outlets. It doesn't yeah. include ABC and SBS. And that's where the concern comes in. Yeah. Where, and I agree with that. Like it should be, you know, uh, like a distribution of um, quality content from different sides. But it's just interesting that, you know, this was sent out and everyone's like, what the hell is this? Or people probably didn't even look at it, but it was like right in your face. When I saw it, I was like, whoa, what's going I think on? It, but I think it, like the reason people disregarded it so quickly was that it didn't make sense. 
Like yeah. reading it was genuinely perplexing. Yeah. I was like, what you the could hell tell is going on? Kid. Yeah, you could tell that yeah. they chose bits and pieces here and there. Like there was no context. It was just like you need to tell them that you don't want your, you know, exactly. Your, it didn't your tell expected. you, but it's like it didn't tell audience like users how it will actually impact them. At yeah. All. Or, like, what other options are good or yeah. better? It was just like, this is bad. Do yeah. something. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I thought we it was important to mention because you guys have probably been seeing these messages pop up and think, um, what does this mean? How does yeah. this affect me? Well, couldn't yeah, tell you because they don't tell you. <laughs> yeah. It was a very interesting chat and I'm glad we talked about it because I really didn't know too much about how much our media landscape was changing until I did this research and had this chat. So yeah. I'm glad we had it. Support yeah. our, our media, the good media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, any like recommendations for good media, Kat? Um, just your classic government funded ones, ABC and SBS. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah, if nice. you're going to watch the news, watch them please. Or Al Jazeera. <laughs> yeah. I'm an ABC gal. That's my go-to, my go-to. Anyway, I think (laughs) it's time for a little break. And after the break, we'll be talking about the intersection of mental health and the media, particularly amongst celebrities. You're listening to Car Chats with Tess, Kat and Sean. Hey guys, welcome back. You are listening to Card Chats with Tess, Kat and Sean. Um, if you're just joining us now, we are going into um, our second segment where we're discussing mental health and the representation we have in the media. So earlier in, like earlier last week, we put up a little poll on our Instagram um, and we had a few people send us some responses to that. Uh, I want to say a big shout out to Stefan um, and Erica um, for their um, responses, very in-depth. Um, and we enjoyed the discussions. Um, so I'm going to read a few of them out. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, this is in response to how the media handles public breakdowns, um, mm. obviously celebrity breakdowns. Um, but we did have a few responses that, well, the responses in general pretty much mm. paints the fact that it is a negative, it's always portrayed in a negative way. Um, if it's not, you know, a, it doesn't paint a bad picture, it does handle it very negatively. Mm-hmm. Um, sens- definitely sens- sensationalizes um, the breakdowns yeah. and whatnot. Um, so one of the responses says that the thing is they criticize it and most often plaster it on the face of media. Um, and a second response we've got is sometimes celebrities have been making the move to accept issues, which I feel raises a good, like, you know, a good yeah. note. The fact that there is this push to normalize and destigmatize yeah. um, mental health, but then we've got, you know, the media. Well, when I say media, I'd really mean like, you know, gossip, gossip media, yeah. really. Social that media. chooses to sensationalize it instead. Mm. Um, but yeah, did you guys, um, how do you guys, what do you guys yeah. feel about well, that comment? So I think this, is a really important discussion to have, especially in light of some of our previous episodes, such as yeah. our Kanye yeah. and Britney ones. And um, I want to draw on Kanye West's manic episode as an example. He's honestly our muse so, at this point when it yeah, comes so to discussing saw, the media. We saw some incredibly erratic behaviour from him um, during his presidential campaign in the last few weeks. And I think weeks, sorry. 
And I think that was a really, really good example of what was not a dignified, respectful and compassionate response from the public. Yeah. And I think so often when we see a public breakdown occur, we're really, really quick to label the perpetrator as crazy or deranged. And the tone of public response can be really cruel and quite pervasive. So I think because we see it as so disruptive, like erratic behaviour, um, we jump on and attach really harmful labels to people who experience mental illness, such as like they're crazy or they've gone insane. Or um, And I, I just think that's really damaging and yeah. embarrassing for them. And yeah, I think – sorry, yeah. Kat. No, you, you continue. And, and I think um, I really want to draw back on Erica's point that sometimes more recently we've been making the move to accept issues. I think, yes, there's been some progress, but I think that surrounds, and like I'm going to use quotation marks, like more common or more like acceptable mental illnesses such mm -hmm. as anxiety and depression. Yeah. Mm. And I think um, other mental illnesses that are perhaps a bit more debilitating such as schizophrenia or bipolar disorder um, where not very good at having conversations surrounding them. So we don't know how to properly respond to someone who's experiencing mania, but we're okay at asking, are you okay? Or talking about panic attacks. We're getting better. Yeah. I was just yeah. going to say, I feel because um, I feel like when it comes to bipolar disorder and schizophrenia, I'm not sure if I'm using the correct terms, um, but basically I think they're a bit less understood compared to, I feel like we're getting the hang of anxiety and depression mm -hmm. as a society, but I feel like bipolar disorder and schizophrenia is still one of those ones where people are still trying to figure out what exactly that means, what a mania episode mm -hmm. looks like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and so I think that's, that's probably one of the reasons why it, they're yeah. a bit more stigmatized because just understanding them. Even like so, in response to the Kanye situation, uh, I feel like this this time around, the Muse did handle it a lot better. Um, yeah. They kind of discussed how the family is worried about Kanye and they're trying to get him some help, rather than saying, you know, Kanye had another breakdown, and you know, and even the things that he discussed during the, the you know the the episode that he had wasn't so highlighted. Like he did say a few um, controversial um, controversial comments um, in relation to Harriet Tubman. Um, but that mm. wasn't the the point of the articles, which I appreciated because during this time, like that's not what you're supposed to be focusing on. Mm. Um, but I had a question: Do you guys feel like the news, what well, media in general, should cover things such as celebrity breakdowns? Like, should they should it even be one of those things that's discussed or an article is written about? You know what I mean? I... It's interesting because I think they, I think as we're talking about it now and the way it's been portrayed in the past, I don't think it's been done appropriately. And I think it's done more damage than good. But if a celebrity is having that breakdown, I think it should be up to them if they want to share that. And I don't think it's the media's right to um, take that from them, that personal um, thing mm. that's happening to them and take it and use it for their own capital gain. Like that's what they're doing at the end yeah. of the day because they're using sensationalism you know, tactics and um, with that it comes stigmatization and it yeah. links to the way it's presented through headlines and and the way that people write about it in social media, but also the way, um, you know, we live in a culture that it's, you know, we live in meme culture, right, at the moment. So mm. memes are used as well to um, make, like, make fun of these sort of things, you know, and like, for example, the Britney stuff, you know, um, you know, having a Britney 
like spiraling like Britney or, you know, making those comparisons or, or memes that touch on like, you know, what Kanye is going through as a funny thing. I think that's when, like, I just don't think it's the media's right to have that power over. Yeah. I, I do want to add though, like the nature of being a celebrity means that you are subject to media coverage. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind, like, I agree with you, Kat, that there should be a line drawn. Yeah. But I don't think that it's very um, practical to expect that from the media. But I think oh, no, what the yeah. media could be better at is if they're going to cover it, they should cover it to raise awareness, awareness. and yeah. support yeah. and funding, like in a compassionate yeah. and empathetic way, yeah. which yeah. they don't do. And they need to be very cautious. Mm. I think. Absolutely. I feel like 100% what you said. Um, I was just gonna say in the articles, um, a lot, a lot more recently, I've seen like the Kanye one that I was reading, you know, a couple mm. weeks ago, did mention like did go into the the disorder and discussed, you know, a few a few signs, a few symptoms, um, mm. and what that means for someone who suffers from bipolar disorder. And good. they had a little link at the bottom, so I feel like in the That's process, really if good. you're educating, mm. yeah, I wish I could think... remember which site it was on, but yeah, if. It was for an educational purpose and yeah. by all means, you know. Of course. But I think at the end of the day, um, and this kind of touches on what we were just talking about before the break in terms of traditional media sites and conservative media sites, and it really depends where you're getting, who, what, what articles you're clicking on. If you're going to click on pedestrian, you're probably going to get something way more youthful and more accepting of things. I don't know. I'm just making a guess. But you know, yeah. it's, it's targeted towards young people. But if you're going to be looking at Daily Mail, you're going to get trash, okay? And mm. examples are like headlines like this. Um, so in quotation marks, crippling anxiety forces James Arthur to cancel charity gig hours before he's due on stage. And then you've got in Game of Thrones, he was the last hero standing, but in real life, Kit Harrington broke down as he bowed out and now he's in rehab to recover. And like, you know, they're so full on and I just don't yeah. think um, as much as it's great to say that, yeah, there are those um, awesome news websites that are or pop culture websites that are um, sharing it in a, in a better way. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, if you've got like a really big website like, say, BBC or, or Daily Mail that gains a lot of traction, it means mm. that, you know, that, that generates this – stigma right yeah i think what i read was the best thing for readers to do is just to think before you click and i think that's a really good statement to think of you know think before you click on something because once you click on that article that does sensationalize um mental breakdowns of celebrities or mental breakdowns in general you are giving them money essentially saying that okay you should continue writing like this so it's more about the you know you're probably thinking what should I do what how do I stop this well you can't stop people from writing what they write but Mm. you can stop what you read and what you promote and and um yeah yeah I I think think that's that's a really valuable point and like same like don't share it in a group chat if you see something debilitating don't share it like don't engage Like it's, and I think another thing I also wanted to add to this conversation is what's so dangerous about this age we live in is the permanency of Mm. public breakdowns. Like they will, if they're in the media, they'll be forever available and accessible. Mm. And that could be really damaging and embarrassing to the people at the heart of it. Yeah. 
Like this other headline I found was 10 years later, Britney Spears' head shaving moments is still unforgettable. Yes. That's, you know, glorifying that that was a thing that was in the past and we should make it an anniversary and celebrate the fact that we got to watch that. Like, I don't know. I just, I felt a bit uncomfortable with that. Yeah, I um, think that's inappropriate. Yeah. And I I think it just really leads to misunderstanding. Like, if anything, we don't know enough about these mental illnesses to respond properly and these media headlines and these media articles aren't helping. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just promoting. Do you also find that depending on whether the celebrity is a man or a woman that they handle it differently in particular? I feel like the word crazy is often more used, you know, in the case of Amanda Bynes or Britney Spears. Um, Whereas Kanye West, I feel like a lot of times people mistake his, like, you know, his moments, his episodes as being egotistic, you know? Yeah, or even being creative. Yeah. I was going to say, like, being a genius. Yeah. Innovative. I've heard that a lot. Because a lot of people, yeah, associate, you know, these kind of, like, manic episodes as, you know, moments of genius. Like, I'm, I'm, I think Elon Musk has had a few moments where he's, you know, gone off, a, you know, just oh, gone on a tangent a few times and, you know, yeah. posted a few things. But that hasn't affected his public image. Yeah. Like, everyone's just kind of like, oh, like, you know, just Elon, like, you know, it's just... Being Elon. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's, that's the thing. Even with Kanye, it's point. even gone to a point where, like, it's kind of... You, you kind of expect to some degree that Kanye's going to have a bit of a... Like an episode and whatnot, which is good to normalize. But when it comes to women in the media and female celebrities, I feel like it's not handled as understandingly. Like the words, I feel like, yeah. Um, Is that I just wanted to, I'm going to like address your point about um, different responses to men and women. But I want to go back on how the response to Kanye maybe has improved a little compared to responses to other celebrities. And I think that was actually encouraged by Kim Kardashian West's response Mm. in that she posted a series of Instagram stories and she just asked for compassion and empathy from the public. Mm -hmm. And she like, and I'm going to quote anyone who has bipolar disorder or who has a loved one in their life who does knows how complicated and painful it is to understand people who are unaware or far removed from this experience can be judgmental and not understand that the individual themselves have to engage in the process of getting help, no matter how hard friends and family try. Mm. Those who are close with Kanye know his heart and understand his words sometimes do not align with his intentions. And do you know what the response was to that? People started posting screenshots of Kim's sex tape on Kanye's, like, Twitter thread. Yeah. That's disgusting. That's so inappropriate. That's disgusting. Like, that is – like, I'm sorry. That example – that example of a response from Kim was a really dignified and respectful response. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, like, I feel like that that response was because they were, like, saying, you know – you're just this, you know what I mean? Reducing her to, like, a sex tape rather than, you know, taking... I feel like that was, you know, like, a dig at her and stuff, which is kind of... It's disgusting. I had no idea that that was... Yeah. I had no idea that even happened. That's actually gross behaviour. Yeah. I wonder, um, that's, like, 100%, like, yeah, completely disgusting, but I wonder to what extent do we accept and what extent do celebrities accept the nature of their their existence in the world, basically. Mm. So in terms of, you know, you said before that it should be expected that, you know, because celebrities are in 
the public eye that they're going to be trashed around. But to what extent is it okay? Or not okay, but what extent is it acceptable? And I think that's a, a perfect example yeah. of how terrible it can get to and mm. where that line needs to be drawn. Because, yeah, at the end of the day, celebrities are role models. They yeah. are people who are in the public eye. You have to be careful of what you're doing. So that's one thing that they're always thinking about. But what are we thinking about? What's the public actually thinking about in terms of celebrities? You know, celebrities are always mindful. But are we ever mindful? No, I don't mm, think so. No. Because and we I, have no connection to them. Do you know what? I think it's a really, really horrid cycle where I don't think celebrities deserve to have their entire life on show. But I think that because it's been happening for so long, everyone just kind of accepts it. Yeah. Not yeah. because it's right, but because it's what's been happening. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's been, a, it's been a slow, like, to get to where we are, it's been like a slow progress. Obviously, back then, you'd have some privacy because, you know, because not everything would be so digitalized. If you saw a celebrity in person, you'd have, like, one picture on your, like, film camera mm. that you'd, you know, print later yeah. on and have on your wall well, kind of thing. that's true. Um, yeah. But I just wanted to make a comment, Kat, in terms of, like, you saying that celebrities are role models and stuff. But I feel like that's kind of, like, a secondary, like, job description that's been placed on them because I assume what they do is to, mm. you know, to improve their reputation and maintain that reputation, but I don't think mm. they should be role models at all. Mm. Um, I feel like, But that's, you know, a, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, it comes with the platform. Them, it comes yeah. with the platform. Like, you yeah. know, Taylor Swift, yeah. for example, is the perfect example of yeah. how she probably never wanted to be that sort of person. But... Yeah her target audience unfortunately is that you yeah. know what I mean like yeah yeah and I think that's really hard we've seen it with Miley Cyrus like she yeah. was Hannah Montana everyone you know I was she was my role model yeah. I, I can't help that I watched yeah. her all the time right yeah and yeah. then she changed and everyone you know she got bashed for that and I don't think she should have been bashed for that but it no, came yeah. with the role at that. what point do we accept that and what point do we yeah. accept that's because as a society we assume that they're role models because I was just I was just reading some responses to, you know, WAP, um, Cardi and um oh, Megan yeah. Lee Stallion's oh, music yeah. role. And it's raised the point that Nicki Minaj and Rihanna's raised in the past that, you know, the music that they put out is the music that they want to put out. They're not mm. targeting anyone in particular. Mm. They're you know, they're they're doing what they want. Mm. And it's up to the parents and, you know, those yeah. individuals to police yeah. that and control that. Like it's you know, you can't blame a celebrity for mm. you know, singing but about I can't her. give you a solution and I don't think anyone can give a solution to it in terms yeah. of how that balance is um, maintained. Well, I think, like, uh, like on to finish, like, on this note, I think on a personal level what you can do is just really actively practice compassion and empathy. Yeah. Be patient with celebrities if they're, like, experiencing episodes of mental illness and just be cautious with how we consider other people's social media activity. I yeah. think that's, that's really 100%. important. It's yeah. a great point to end on. Now, if any of these topics um, were concerning at all, please um, contact Lifeline on 13 11 14. After the break, we are going to go into our recommendations. Um, yeah. We say it's our favourite. I think it's our favourite. It's always fun. It's always a bit lighthearted. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. <laughs> so we'll catch you after the break. Bye. <laughs> Welcome back to Car Chats with Tess, Cat and Sean. And it is time for our final and, as we always say, favourite segment of the week. <laughs> Even though I must disagree, I think it's not actually my favourite. But 
but Ooh, I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> I know. It's still a good segment. Um, we're going to offer you some of our recommendations. So, yeah. as sure. we do. Um, so, my recommendation this week is um, a podcast. This is my Ooh. first podcast I'm recommending. So, um, shout out to Ben. Um, he's one of my mates from work. He's starting a new podcast, literally directly relating to mental health. So probably like Amazing. a really good episode Amazing. to mention that. Um, he hasn't got any episode, full episodes up just yet. Kind of like just a brief introduction to his channel, but, um, a lot of it will be covering content. Well, not content, covering like topics that are related to him. Um, and his hopes is that other people might find it relatable. Um, and he's also made himself accessible to people who want to talk and, you know, and discuss um, some of the topics that he's raised and all that. So I feel like that's a really good initiative and a really good idea for a podcast, especially in the times that we're in, um, when we're yeah. all feeling a little bit distant from each other, a little bit less. Um, I feel like it's harder to raise these issues with, with friends and whatnot, because the times that you do get to talk to each other, it's not, it's not very often. And you don't really want to be like, oh, I've had like a bad week. It's like, you know. Um, so yeah, I think it's a really good idea for a podcast. Um, That's great. And yeah, so his episode should be up sometime next week. What's it it's called? called? I was Sorry. Just say, it's <laughs> called um, Taking a Break. You can also follow him on Instagram. It's called Taking a Break Podcast. Oh, no. um, but yeah, that's so, my recommendation for that's this week. So commendable. Good on him. Yeah. Definitely would give a listen. That, yeah, me too. That's a really hard recommendation to follow. Mine's going to sound so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Scriblio. <laughs> so, or like, if you're lame and call it scribble.io. Um, <laughs> um, it is basically an online version of Pictionary, kind of. And it's really fun. And I've been playing it every week with my friends. Um, and it's, it's really good. It's like, it's one of those things, and I say this every week, but talking to your friends is not that exciting when if you've done nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I haven't done anything. I have no updates. So we just get together and play yeah. Scribble, though. And it's <laughs> so good. It's mindless, and it's really fun. Mm. And I love it. That is my recommendation. Can I uh, mention what happened last night? Yeah. The funny thing that happened? Yes, okay. please. So we have this, uh, um, we were doing this uh, bake-off sort of thing. We were making banana bread. And I got really excited and I thought, oh, guys, I'm going to show it. I'm going to show everyone. So I ring up the banana bread to the screen, right? And I haven't oh put God. baking paper. I put oil and I thought, oh, it might oh, just no. stick a bit. So, you know, anyway, so I'm showing, I'm showing the screen. And right <laughs> when I tilted it a bit, it just oh, fell no. onto the screen, onto the oh, keyboard, God. everywhere. <laughs> I cried. I was like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And oh. everyone who was watching must have just seen this flying banana bread <laughs> lean towards their screen. Yeah. <laughs> and I had chocolate and crumbs everywhere. Oh my goodness. It was so funny. But um, it's all good, guys. My laptop's safe. The banana uh, bread. Thing. It was honestly one of the best things I have seen in the like last few months. I'm not even kidding. I went to bed that night and I was just <laughs> still thinking about it and I started giggling because it was so, it was so funny to just see Cat hold this tin of banana bread and then to so see it proud. all it was so the camera. Good, like, oh, and then yeah. you see Cat's face like <gasps> with her mouth wide open. <laughs> It was it was priceless. It was pretty. What possessed funny. you? What possessed you? I just you? thought, 
No, I just was really proud of the golden yeah. brown look mm. of the banana bread. I just feel like my natural response would have been to lift up my laptop and bring it over. Yeah, I know, I know. But everyone, so I think everyone else was like, mm, I was just copying everyone else where they were showing it to the screen, yeah. not having the screen show it. Like, oh, you know, okay, right. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And, you know, mine's fine because I haven't put as much oil in. Like, I'm not using baking paper or whatever. And yeah. then uh, I was wrong and it fell. That was so funny. At least yours was golden brown. Mine was literally black. I burned mine. <laughs> I freaking burned mine. <laughs> So um, I had to cut the crust yeah, off. But it's still tasty. <laughs> yummy. The it's inside will yummy. always be yummy. Yeah. But, uh, I love so banana you bread. Good gags, just be clumsy and yeah. drop something. Honestly, <laughs> so, funny. so funny. But that isn't my recommendation to – my recommendation <laughs> is not to drop your banana bread on your laptop. Uh, my recommendation is um, this app called um, Sleep Recorder. So shout out to my friend Emily who um, showed me yesterday – because she was telling everyone about it and I was like oh my god yeah okay I'll test it out and I've done it before with another app but it wasn't very good so I tried this app and basically you just keep it um on throughout the night and it just records um all your all the sounds that you make so it's um especially if you're like a sleep talker you can listen back yeah if you sleep talk or if you snore and so I did it last night and I was thinking look okay in the past I've heard another funny story just quickly yeah, go. I was with Amanda and we were away and she said that that one night we were sleeping. <laughs> we were sleeping and apparently I just like slept talk. Like in the middle of the night, I just kind of jumped up and just screamed, um, language warning, fuck. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, did that actually happen? Anyways, it happened. Yeah. So I've always thought that maybe I do sleep talk. So I thought, okay, this is great. I'll, I'll test it out. I don't sleep talk. Guess what I do instead? Snore. Do you snore? Yes. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I thought, are you serious? It was only like five minutes of a snippet that I was doing it. But still, I thought, Funny. you're joking. How? But anyways, I'm going to keep um, recording. I suggest it if you want to um, cool. figure out what. And it's um, free? Is it it's free? free? Well, the, yeah. So it is free. You get like the first ten recordings, and then once you delete them, you get the next ones. Ah, so you can okay. get the path, you know, towards interesting. it. But, um, very yeah, interesting. Very interesting. I'm a sleep funny. talker as well, so that would be really fascinating. Actually, yeah. I'm just gonna out Stefan here because that is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Stefan. We love you, but at BTV, oh, goodness. <laughs> he must be slept talk in his sleep. He slept talk in his sleep. Of course he did. Oh my god, but. <laughs> He, was just, he just whispered, fuck. <laughs> uh, so was it like savage. a sensual, was it like a sensual fuck or was it like a, you know, a disappointed fuck? It was like... a really disappointed fuck, which is so savage. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so funny. Oh my gosh. What a, what a laugh. <laughs> I know. I know. You know what though, Kat, I was just going to, I was thinking, I was thinking about downloading that app a few times and I'm always like, I'm like, what if I, what if something, you know, I'm just worried about like picking up some other stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Of... What if? Yeah, I'm like, what if I hear like a voice come into my room? I was gonna like... say for yeah. a pro- for a good one or two hours, I kept moving. Like there was always this like shake, Ooh, and yeah. I was like, that's really weird. For this, you know, every five minutes it would happen, and yeah. then I would hear like certain you know noises. But I'm assuming it was just the wind because it yeah. is quite windy. And yeah, let's. I don't know. Yeah, let's land on the wind. That sounds a lot, you know, <laughs> scary. Let's do that. But it is well, like, actually windy. If it was calm, yeah. then I'd probably be a bit more nervous. 
Or I always yeah. get possums on my roof, like when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Alrighty. Well, thanks again for joining us this week, guys. Um, you're listening to Card Chats with Tess, Kat, and Sean. Join us every week on Tuesday, 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, in the meantime, you can follow us on our socials, Card Chats on Ash on Instagram and Card Chats with Tess, Kat, and Sean on Facebook. Um, if you missed this week's episode or any other episode, you can catch us on Spotify and all other podcasting sites. Um, all right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. See ya.